A mermaid princess makes a bargain with an unscrupulous sea witch in order to meet a human prince on land. Hi, I'm Andre. I'm Michelle. I'm Emily. And I'm Luis. And we are The Walt Vault, a family-friendly podcast where we get silly and talk about Disney movies. Welcome to The Walt Vault, episode 12? Is that what episode this is? I it probably, is. I should probably know that. Um, uh-huh. For the week of uh, January 15th, uh, happy uh, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, everybody. Happy MLK Day. And also, more importantly, I suppose, <laughs> happy birthday to Thanks. Michelle. Go me. It's my birthday. It's my birthday we today. Are, we are recording on her birthday, which is the 14th, if you want to send her a, uh, a belated birthday message. I'll and take a belated birthday message. <laughs> And so, because it is Michelle's birthday, we're watching her favorite <laughs> Disney movie on Earth in all of the galaxy. The Little Mermaid. The Little ba, Mermaid. Ba, 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 ba. Oh, like, I didn't know what song that was. Ba, ba, ba. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Horatio, Thelonious, Ignatius, Crustaceous, Sebastian. Oh, we're just, we're just starting already? I just no had to say it. first impression. <laughs> I had to say it. I'm sorry because that little seahorse is so cute. Magnifico Bisbal. No what? one's going to know who Magnifico Bisbal is, Luis. I, I don't know who that is either. Um, we're reading a book to Addie right now. So, you know, you're supposed to read to your children. Uh, yes. Yeah, we're reading a book called 100 Years in Solitude. Oh. Sounds By Gabriel Garcia Marquez. And it's a book that's kind of trans- depressing. It's translated from Spanish, okay. and it is in such high-level literature that even I, the word smithy, <laughs> am like, hmm, I'm not really sure what that word is. What's oh, And this is a children's book? Nah. Oh, okay. No, no, just, no. Just no just she's reading. just reading it. This is a Luis book. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> and it puts her to sleep every time. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, How did we get there? Oh, Magnifico Visbali. Right. <laughs> no, we got there because I was saying Sebastian's full name, <laughs> which is crazy. Horatio Thelonious Ignatius Crustaceous Sebastian. Yeah, Sebastian is not his first name. It's his last it name. It blew y'all. my mind to learn. No, that's actually true. I would. I, that, I didn't know. That's you Sebastian guys didn't know? I thought it was name. like Sebastian Thelonious Felonious Tonius. I thought his name was Sebastian the Crab. No. <laughs> his name <laughs> is Sebastian the Crab. That's what he goes by. Sabby. <laughs> so let's talk about... First impressions, yeah. Andre. M- no, Michelle, why don't you go ahead and give your No, first no, impression. I'll go last. <laughs> okay. I'll go last. All right. Don't let me down, everybody. Um, my first impression of this movie, I, I, I watched this movie a fair amount over the years, so I, uh, I've always enjoyed it. Um, upon watching it this time, I, I gleaned a few more details, but I, I love this movie. It's good. That's my first impression. <laughs> That's your first impression. That's the whole not, thing. Oh my god, this is the best movie ever. I could watch it every day for the I rest of my like life. I feel like that wasn't your reaction to The Lion King. No, was I'm pretty it? sure he just said, "I loved this movie." Like, yeah. what else do you want from him? I wanted him to be like, "That's like squealing like a little girl." Oh my god! This if my boyfriend so was squealing like a little girl, I'd be a little this worried. This is not a. Uh, this is not a squealing kind of movie. This I'm, movie. This movie was good, but it didn't make me. If squeal. it, if it was Spider Man, you'd be squealing. Speaking of Spider-Man, um, <laughs> Prince Eric was voiced 
by a man by the name of Spider-Man. Um, Christopher Walken. Christopher Daniel no. Barnes. <laughs> and Christopher Daniel Barnes voiced Peter Parker in the 1990s Spider-Man cartoon. And that was very distracting for me because I just he thought thinking, Prince Eric was Spider-Man the whole time. Because he was Spider-Man quippy. Spider-Man was, was here. He's not. He's Prince Eric, who is fabulous. Now, what is your first impression, Luis? Um, they had great music. Oh, nice. Have great That's music. a great first impression. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle appreciates that. Michelle is rating all the first nice. impressions. Yeah. <laughs> Her rating on our ratings. <laughs> Alan Menken. I actually, I, we should post this on the Instagram page, but I tagged Emily <laughs> in a shirt the other day on instagram and it was like i grew up on alan menken and something else but the important <laughs> part was alan menken okay I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm going to explain what she just said yeah. she yes. tagged me in a picture of a shirt she didn't tag me in a shirt oops <laughs> awkward and the shirt said like i love and grew up on alan menken okay. and I, she, I was like yes very true Correct. we should get those shirts i know and I, I, in the in the d land well, because then when the we D-land. like sing obnoxiously throughout the park, people will just read our shirts and be like, oh, OK. They get or it. normal people will be like, who's Alan Menken? Right. <laughs> um, I hope not. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to have to educate him. <laughs> What's your first thing? We're going to have to educate him. from the rooftops. You don't know who Alan Menken is. <laughs> I feel like Michelle is about to take you. I'm going to take you. <laughs> going to take all away. <laughs> You're freaking Cajun. <laughs> you know you love it. All right. It's hilarious. What am, what am I saying? Your first, Your first impressions. impressions of the Little Mermaid. Much okay. So I was ready to like make fun, lots of fun of this mm-hmm. movie because because when Michelle likes something really hard, <laughs> I just gotta make fun of it. Um, yep, it, that's it, what friends do. <laughs> it, no, it's it's like if anyone likes anything, I have to make fun of it. Not in a mean way, just in a you know like. I if can I'd attest to that because when we went to go watch uh, soccer on Friday, <laughs> she was like completely making fun of the fact that. The players were in the game. They were, mm-hmm. you know, testosterone was flowing. They were, yeah, yeah. That like they were like the playing game. the game. Yeah, and that I was, was laughing because it was, laughing in, it was so funny. They were like, yeah, cool. And I was, was like, oh my God. That's what they do, Emily. And I love soccer. <laughs> oh, well. So she therefore made fun of the fact that they were all yeah. into it. But of course, coming from an athletic uh, background, that's normal. You know, and I could understand why she, besides the fact that I love it, she would want to make fun of it. You know, she wow. just wants to make fun of the Little Mermaid because I am the Little Mermaid. <laughs> Daddy That's why. Him. Daddy love him. No, I. Oh my God, am I Prince Eric? What? You're Spider Man. Oh, okay, that works. Who okay, is so Prince Eric by yeah. proxy? So cool. you know. See, you're Killing welcome. It. Perfect. Wow. Okay. Now y'all <laughs> make fun of me making fun of you making fun of me making fun of you. Well. I enjoyed this movie. <laughs> no, I really did enjoy it. Um, there, there's moments, but every Disney mo- movie has moments. Right. But my first impression, I don't want to, I don't want to throw it out there quite yet. Like my overarching <laughs> mm-hmm. theme, because it's going to make me sound like I'm a Little Mermaid freak. Like oh. Michelle, so I can't throw it out there just yet. A freak. Uh, I love this awkward? movie. <laughs> no, I said a freak. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so. What I what I mm, I have too much to say about this movie, guys. We can't start with well, you. Well, we have an hour. <laughs> so. But but you know, okay. This is what I want to talk about first. So the thing <laughs> that people like to make fun of me the most, like I'll immediately be, they'll be like, "Who's your favorite Disney princess?" And I'm like, "The Little Mermaid." And they'll be like, "The Little Mermaid." I'm like, "Yeah." They'll be like, "Oh, she's kind of whiny and like, but Daddy, I love him." And <laughs> like, she's you watch that movie as an adult and you're like, "You're stupid." Blah blah blah. Okay, literally, she says she's 16 years old. She goes. I'm 16. I'm not a little girl anymore. So that's why I connect with her because <laughs> I was totally like that as a teenager. Yeah. Like, 
whiny and daddy love him and i want to do what i want to do and be independent and i'm just gonna do i'm just gonna give away my voice for a man because that's normal so you know (laughs) i feel for her well she's one of those characters honestly if you take yourself back to being a teenager at least a girl teenager you Mm -hmm. know you're dramatic you say a lot of crazy stuff there's a lot of hormones going on who knows what's happening so if you look at it from that point of view it's really not that ridiculous she's one of those disney princesses that didn't like didn't have to grow up too fast either like she's just a little girl doing her thing looking off in the distance lovingly at prince eric's statue like totally and her older sisters were just doing them so she just got to be kind of yeah hanging out yeah so i it's funny because watching it this time i thought like if you took literally that line out of the movie but daddy i love him nobody could really make fun of her like literally that's like the line that people make fun of the most but it's necessary but it's not that ridiculous without it do you know what i mean it's like oh it's not so dramatic but but i also think about like as a teenager when you had a crush on a guy like you literally thought you loved him like the next day or at least that was just me whatever it's fine. <laughs> but Daddy Lavandre. literally thought she loved him. The point is, I'm the Little Mermaid. I've always been a mermaid. I'm wearing a Little Mermaid shirt right now. I got Little Mermaid socks, socks. on. Little Mermaid I socks. I didn't even notice the Little Mermaid socks. What are you? Are you serious? The moment she walked in here, I was like, Little Mermaid socks. Yeah. 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 They're nice. Thanks. Cool socks. I have a Little Mermaid Thomas Kincaid. I need another one. Yeah, she does. We've got Little Mermaid uh, stuffed animals all over the place. Yeah, oh, flounder. Multiple flounders. I was telling Andre this. Um, when <laughs> I was a kid, I think, like, when I was younger, my mom would always put on Cinderella for me. And I and Cinderella was pretty popular at the time. Like, I had blonde hair, so Cinderella. You know what I mean? <laughs> but fun try- fact. She's trying to get you to clean. Fun fact. <laughs> yeah. The Little Mermaid <laughs> was supposed to originally have blonde hair. Oh. The reason right. they raid- made her hair red was to not confuse her with the mermaid from the movie Splash. Yes, with Daryl Hannah's character from Splash. Because Splash had come out in what 1984. What the heck is Splash? You've never seen Splash either? Okay, I haven't seen it either. But I, I knew the fun fact that is like... Is that a Disney movie? Um, I no. don't think it's Disney. I knew the fact that she was originally supposed to have blonde hair and they hmm. changed it to red, but I didn't know why. So Andre found out why. But I've never seen that movie. Splash, well, Splash is good. It's a, it's a live action movie starring Tom Hanks. About a, a young and he's a blonde no, mermaid. No, she's no, a blonde mermaid. No, there's a girl in there who's Daryl a blonde Hannah. mermaid. He says a young man is reunited with a mermaid who saves him from drowning as a boy and falls in love, not knowing who or what she is. So it's yes. actually very similar to the Little yeah. Mermaid, so, but like from Eric's perspective. Yeah. So Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is Eric. <laughs> I'm just thinking of like the conductor of Polar Express mm-hmm. in love I, I'm with thinking a mermaid. Of Forrest Gump. Yeah, it's 1984. I'm thinking it's, about it's, it's young man Castaway. It's young man Tom yeah. Hanks. <laughs> Interesting, right? Look at the picture. Oh, that's that's more acceptable than what I had in my head, except yeah. for she looks like... That's an she awful got a, 80s movie. Ooh, man. Yeah. And I love 80s movies. It's an 80s, it's an 80s movie for sure. But also, I can't picture The Little Mermaid without red hair. It is so no. iconic. And even we were kind of talking about... Um, the animation in the movie like I mean for 1989 it was pretty good they didn't do as good of a job like on the background stuff right per se but the way her they really paid attention to her hair oh yeah like the way it moved and flowed and everything I was like, well it's interesting because yes. if you think about her colors which I'm sure someone's gonna bring it up how like all of her sisters have like all one type of color they're all like yeah. in a green hue or a blue yes. or a yellow or orange or whatever yeah her so her hair's red her eyes are very blue mm-hmm. her shells are purple, purple. 
and her fin is, is green. green. So she has all of these really strong, bold colors together that don't really typically go together. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like those four colors aren't really like you're not like wearing a dress mm-hmm. that has those four colors on it. <laughs> right. You know and what I mean? Yeah. And speaking of the sisters, I mean, they really do try to set her apart. Like all of the sisters have these very ornate shells mm-hmm. or sea stars and stuff in their hair. And Ariel totally doesn't. She just wears her hair. She's like a free spirit. She just wears her hair down uh, when she's a mermaid. And um, so the sisters' names all end, start with A and end with A. But Ariel's just not. So it's Atina, Atina, who is orange, Alana, who is violet, Aquata is blue, Arista is red, Adela is yellow, Adrina is indigo, and Ariel is green. Is she green, though? Her (laughs) Her tail is. Their tails. The rest of them, their tails match their shells. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But not Ariel's. So she's very spunky, like just like those little things that make you think like, She's trying to rebel, like from her father, I will almost not per have se. The same color. She's very like independent, but I think that's what that's what I like I'm about wear her. My hair down. I'm gonna wear my hair down. Yeah. Not like Adrena. Well, you know, I'm not gonna <laughs> say she's independent. She's a free spirit because yeah. independency, in my eyes, um, is attributed with common sense. And <laughs> oh my kinda god, it, if you ask me, well, a little. Bit. I would compare her to a modern day Merida. Very free spirited. Merida just rides her horse and Merida. does whatever she wants. Not in the love sense, Louise. No. He's making a really dirty face. No, but <laughs> that's because <laughs> Louise loves Merida. I agree. I would say because Merida wants to do what Merida wants to do. Mm-hmm. Ariel, Ariel wants, wants to, to do, do what Ariel, Ariel wants to do. Wants to do. Yeah. Yeah. The, take like the reason out of it. One wants to go to love. The other one does not want to go to love. But they both are like parents. Back up, parent, right. excuse mm-hmm. me, parent, back yeah. up, Dad, you um, know, leave me alone. which kind of made me like it, it, mm-hmm. almost when I was done, I kind of thought of brave because of like the whole mom Merida thing and mm-hmm. like, but it's like Ariel with her dad mm-hmm. and oh, man, we could talk about King Triton too, whom I love <laughs> and a lot of people do not because the whole, and I did cringe like the scene where he destroys all of her stuff that gets me every time. I'm like, no, he destroys her globe first because he's about to tear her whole world apart. Don't say that. You will not be part of her world. (laughs) Uh, And he's always... And it's funny because Andre and I read a in-depth character analysis of King Triton on Wiki Fandom last last night. Oh, Lord. I thought you guys read like a real... No, no, no. It was on Wiki Fandom. But it was actually like very, very accurate. So if you think about King Triton... Like, if you didn't know his backstory, you would kind of be like, wow, he's like a really harsh father and he just wants Ariel to do... Whatever he wants Ariel to do, he but wants her to sing. Yeah, but I, I feel are you for gonna him. give us the info or are you? Oh, oh, oh! You want me to give you the info? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> in the Little Mermaid, Ariel's beginnings, which is the prequel, which apparently you guys didn't know about. It's fine that nobody knew existed. Go everybody ahead. knew it existed. <laughs> anyway, everybody knew it existed. Yes, no one knew it existed. <laughs> well, ahead, something's show. wrong with you. Okay, so anyways, <laughs> in that one, the very opening scene is. They they the whole kingdom really likes music, yeah. And so they go up and they go up to the surface and they play music, like on the rocks and things like that. But then there was like a ship and it crashed into his mom and the mom died. Oh. So King Triton bans all music from the kingdom. Okay. And you can't go to the surface because humans are bad. And even though it was an accident, like how um his wife died, he's very bitter about it. So no music. 
no going to the surface no humans i'm surprised my i was expecting because Luis and i were talking about this while we were watching it i'm like mom had to have been killed by a human because right. why else would he be so like grumpy no, about it, it was an accident well that makes i kind of wish it was like someone harpooned her because that would make right. more sense as to why he's so angry if it's yeah. an accident i mean well good thing it's a wiki fan page because anybody can go in there and change that because i really do think that <laughs> That, that wasn't was from the, the wiki page. That's from the movie I watched, but okay. Oh, is that how? That's what he just said. From Ariel's beginnings. The prequel. Well, I agree with you, uh, M, here, that it, let me it find makes a, a little bit more sense if you know, well, maybe Disney was, was really killed her. Well, maybe Disney was trying to Disney-fy it. Um, yes. Kill Ursula. Because this movie she's bad. is based off of the Hans Christian Andersen version, mm-hmm. which is not Disney, The Little Mermaid at all, which um, a lot of fairy tales and, are based off of. Yes, and it's the the real version of this story is like very uh, it's creepy? way more adult and creepy and, and like slicing her fin open so that legs can yeah like she doesn't get to stay a human at the end she turns into foam and falls into the sea and dies yeah in the original I'm trying to find what year this movie came out. Um, what the I'm beginnings? on IMDb? It's the Little Mermaid area. Oh, 2008. So it it came out very. Uh, here, I'll read the synopsis: The Please. Kingdom of Atlantica, where music is forbidden. Atlantica. The youngest daughter of King Triton, named Ariel, discovers her love to an underground music club and sets off to a daring adventure to club. bring restoration of music back to Atlantica. Okay, first off, it sounds like it's Prohibition era, right. and she's like <laughs> the underground. Yeah, it's kind of, kind of footloosey, right? <laughs> she's the Al Capone of music. <laughs> so, uh, and it's like well, her, her and her sisters, like, and that's why her in this movie, like, he kind of puts them on the stage. Mm. And if you think about Ariel missed all of those things and stuff like that, and she fought to get all the music there, which is kind of like, funny. I need music back, but well, now I don't give up. She she just wanted she, she just wanted to bring music back so she could sing alone in her grotto. That Maybe was the main thing. I See, that's why I have a little bit of a problem with that whole mermaids um, like untold stories, or you know, before Little Mermaid. If it was consistent, then yes, you know, that just you know, crashes into the. Rocks and all of a sudden that's why you're not a writer Lou <laughs> no I, I would actually make a better writer for that one movie believe it or not because it just doesn't make any sense for the well you know prequels uh. tend to not be the best no so no, question for true. you guys what version of this movie did you watch the, the old one I think yeah we I think we watched the original like the was original. it like was it like just regular DVD yeah no we well, well do you own it I I do own we, it, but we, I couldn't find it. Okay. Like a, the reason a, I ask is because we were watching our DVD, and apparently we have the diamond edition. See, oh. was it the remastered, like crazy edition, like the colors and stuff? Uh, well, no, it, it was good, yeah, and maybe it was remastered, fine. but it didn't. I wasn't like totally taken by it. But mm-hmm. the reason I ask is because every time you freaking paused it, remember how with Wreck It Ralph oh, you paused it and something yeah. would happen? Yes. Same thing here. When you paused it, it said on the screen it said it would do a countdown from five and it would say intermission krabioki session krabioki <gasps> like karaoke krabioki oh. and it was sebastian <laughs> on the screen and then sebastian would pop up as the court composer and you would go through all of the songs in the movie oh. so what? it was a sing-along and the sing-along would go as you were paused oh, oh. my god and it was actually really That's cute really the cool. first like three times we watched it because we were doing other things like cleaning up the house the baby was crying yeah. whatever and then louise was like turn that off i here to go, great 
So we, we paused it. and That's so cool. But it was really cute. I definitely do not sound like that. <laughs> I'm more of a, you know, straight to the point kind of guy. Turn that thing off. Well, just like that. <laughs> well, you just turned the podcast off. Just there like you go. Wow. Speaking of. Really? Because we're still talking. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk now. Right. Speaking speaking of sing-alongs, you said sing-along, which reminds me of Disney's sing-along song. Yes. Did you ever watch those? As a I kid? watched. I think I only had like one. I think I had like one or oh, two. I had like Pocahontas, and that was the one. Oh, I had, I had them good. all. I even had the Maybe. one where it was like they went to Disneyland and they're like, "It's gonna Main Street, USA," and they're like There's cleaning Main Street and stuff like that. The characters, which was like a real live version. So I also had another live version, and it was Sebastian. So like the actual mm-hmm. voice of Sebastian, and he was singing different songs and stuff. And they were getting ready for this show that I was at Disney World, and they would sing like all the Sebastiany songs and stuff like that. And it was so cool, and it reminded me of it. That's so cool. I need to go into my parents storage i need to find it and I what are you gonna watch do it. find a vhs and put it in what uh i don't know <laughs> we do not have a vcr sorry i just ruined your birthday <laughs> so sorry fine. one of my favorite moments of this movie was not even the movie it was Luis. okay he's like waiting for like every time a new character came on he's like oh look it's the dog oh look it's eric whatever Matt. And then he goes, look, it's the pelican dude. <laughs> the pelican dude. <laughs> Scuttle is a seagull. I can't stand the pelican Scuttle guy. is my oh, favorite. Oh, Andre loves him. I love Scuttle. He's an idiot. I, I, so funny. I wrote the down. the dumbest flamingo I have ever seen. <laughs> oh, my God. When Scuttle came up, I wrote down, Scuttle is drunk? <laughs> All the time? Question mark? <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> Snarf flat? Question mark? Snarf flat. No, that, was that puffin must have lost his mind a long time oh ago. When, he, when he's describing what the dingle hopper is, he's like, he's like, look, an aesthetically pleasing configuration of hair. And I was like, this dude is awesome. He's hilarious. <laughs> I love him. Well, and my favorite part is when he pulls it out of his head, I was afraid like heck of feathers were going to pop out and it just like, it just it's like, like an afro. It looks like Louise's hair right now. Really? <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part of scuttle is when, um, Ariel and Eric are in the boat, but they're like not talking or anything. And it's quiet. And he's like, Oh, somebody's got to <laughs> set the mood. And he's like, that song that he's singing. And Eric is like, yeah. someone should put Romeo that poor. The song, oh, singing? the song that Scuttle is singing right then oh. is from Romeo and Juliet. Oh. Yeah, well, that he, was terrible. And Eric's like, someone should put that poor bird out of his misery. <laughs> like, and Ariel's just like, uh-huh. <laughs> like, oh my God, Scuttle. <laughs> it's hilarious. As weird as he was, Scuttle was clutch. Yeah, he, he's he provided a lot of very useful information. And I wrote, he's the original DIY because <laughs> oh. <laughs> he takes the pipe and he's like, um, I don't know, just make a planner out of it. <laughs> I was like, you can make planners out of anything, out of anything. even a pipe. Love yeah. it. It's hilarious. <laughs> I love Scuttle. I love it. Also, now that we're talking about like thingamabobs and stuff like that, who's this and what's this galore? Thingamabobs, <laughs> thingamabobs <laughs> are, are wine stoppers. <laughs> So wine stoppers you like know how corks? she's like i want well, you want thing of a bobs i got 20 and she opens her things and they're mm-hmm. like corkscrews oh yeah they are yeah. to open wine she got 20 thing of a bobs she's 16 it's not even her it's all of those like sailors that she got from sunken right. ships were like opening wine bottles all day long i guess man bunch. she's got a great collection they're having fun i i wrote down that um <laughs> ariel's a human nerd she loves she totally she's, is she's, yeah she's a land stand <gasps> she <laughs> reminds me of Ron Weasley's dad. Arthur Weasley. Oh, 
Ariel and Arthur Weasel would get along so well. Yeah, they would. What exactly is the purpose of a rubber chicken? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Seriously. <laughs> He's like, he like, no, no, no. <laughs> That's not what you do with the chicken right. box. It is a fork. They both have red hair. Oh, my God. <laughs> Meant to, oh. Hand me down clothes. She must be a Weasley. Mm. Just saying. You never know. You never know. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. So uh, we have Scuttle, who's a little sidekick. You we know also, who I like? Who? Grimsby. You like Grimsby? Heck of funny. Oh, my God. No, he's funny because I feel like he gets, like, he gets... He gets kind of played a little bit like oh, yeah, yeah he does you know and he and he goes along with it because at first you're like oh he better not be bad but he really loves he's Prince not Eric. no yeah he bought him a marble statue of himself of himself which is uh <laughs> kind of creepy yeah maybe it's, he's it's a, little, a lot it's funny <laughs> it's he's, a lot it's a little extra very it's a little extra, it's a, it's <laughs> a little extra. <laughs> but i really appreciate how like ariel when they're at the dinner table like she gets swept up on the land she comes in they make her all pretty they're sitting at dinner and she like clowns on grimsby a couple times without trying to and he's just like Charming. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. They're so nice to her. I Isn't even made that comment vision? too. <laughs> like like yeah. if I just blew up on the shore <laughs> wearing a rag and couldn't speak, mm-hmm. they would be like, Ooh, take it to the loony bin. But Eric's just like, You need some help? Bin. I know he's okay. actually really helpful. He's, he's all, let so me clean helpful. you up. He's so Ooh, I could vouch for Eric any day. It's Eric is the realist. <laughs> Eric don't even. Mm. Are we on the Eric train right now? Yeah, we're I'm on the Eric train. Derail that thing. Oh, Eric train getting derailed. Let's right. Are we or not? This is wait. the part where Marshall and Luis fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. What's what's your? Okay, what do you have I to say? I only have one gripe with him. Okay. It's not even well, that, a bad. It's gripe. not even that bad, but I I still have a gripe with him. Okay. Okay. Um, Ask them first what they think about okay, it. Okay. No, hold. on. I'm gonna set the stage. Okay. Set the okay. stage. Set the stage. Eric is a prince. Okay. Um. He is obviously. A very good um, wayfinder, you know, a shipmaster. Okay, sure. he knows how to tie stuff. <laughs> a wayfinder. He knows um, how to tie you know, stuff. Sails down. He knows how to navigate a ship. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, he's a pirate. Uh, pretty much, you know. Yeah, he's not. Anyways, he is not sixteen. No, he he's is not. not eighteen. Okay, how he's old? not even twenty. To mm-hmm. me, he is like a 26, 27-year-old man. Oh, he's okay? like thirty-five. Going with a <laughs> he is six, not thirty-five. Yeah, going with a sixteen-year-old girl. I don't know. I'm not buying that. Where are his parents? I don't Grimsby know. Grimsby is not his dad. Absolutely he? not. He's basically Batman. <laughs> He's Louise okay, Batman. I called him Batman. He's like, he is staring. He had his like arm on the glass window and he was looking out into the uh, like the horizon. He's like, where are my parents? When he's like... He's like playing his recorder. He literally yes. has, on, has on a cape. Yes. <laughs> and Louise just... is like, oh, my God. He just threw the recorder into the ocean. <laughs> He's totally Batman. I was like, oh, my God. I'm about to derail Louise right He's now. He's Batman and Spider-Man. <laughs> I just Googled, how old is Prince Eric? According to the film's official novelization, Eric is 18 in the film, two years older than the 16-year-old Ariel. Okay. Okay. There we go. Also, the actor, uh, Spider-Man, he, <laughs> he was 16 at the time uh, that... They recorded this movie. Oh, yeah. well, I, totally I would find then. I, I kind of appreciate that because I was going to say his voice sounded young. Yeah. So when Luis kept saying he was 25, I, I was thinking that his voice sounded much younger than that. But OK, so I've always thought Eric was only a couple years older. It makes me happy that the novelization said he's 18. But I kind of agree with Luis, like the way he carries the way himself, he the way he acts, like what he's doing but on the ship. But if he's a little orphan uh, prince, he but if you think about his up, up, he, had to, he had to become a man sooner than. Sort of than maybe, uh, than maybe, most. maybe. Yeah. That's cool. 
I won't argue with the novelization. Yep, he's 18. <laughs> I'm cool with it. So anyways. I didn't even care if he was 25 and she was 16. <laughs> Neither did I. Like, think it's about the time bad. period. Like, right. people be that was pretty popping normal. out babies at 12. That like, it's not normal. my fault. Yeah. <laughs> um, Eric is the best prince ever because he doesn't do one bad thing. Like, no. other princes mess up. Cinderella apparently doesn't... I mean... Prince Charming apparently doesn't remember what Cinderella's face looks like the night before he hung out with her and had to try on a shoe with every single person in the, he you had know, to go meet every lady in the. Whole and he's village. looking at some some crazy even, looking girls and even, he's like very non Cinderella. Even Flynn Rider, not to bash Flynn Rider, <laughs> but he's a little he's a little criminal at the beginning. Well, and that's what yeah. makes him so endearing. Oh my god! No, but Prince Eric, Daddy, is no. let's talk about Daddy. Oh, no Eric kids. is a daddy any day. <laughs> so let's talk about. He's so sweet. Ariel literally washes up on shore in a rag, can't speak. And he's like, okay, well, let's take you to the the castle and we'll clean you up. He shows her a tour of the kingdom. And then at the end, when he figures out she's a mermaid and she just goes into the water, he doesn't even like act shocked. He just, without hesitation, hops right in the water to go save her, takes a freaking harpoon under the water, swims down and tries to throw it at Ursula. For his boo thing, Eric, he's the royalist. Eric he is. is doing a lot at the at the end of the movie. He, he stabbed he's, Ursula through the belly with a sunken ship. Yeah, he killed yeah, her with legit. a boat. That's pretty. Well, you know, it's awesome. funny because legit. we were watching that scene, and I I was like, <laughs> when she was growing, right? She takes yeah. King Triton's trident. I have mm-hmm. a hard time with that. <laughs> trying to try it. Just trying to try it, and she's growing and the crown gets really big and they yeah. fall off into the ocean. And I was like, Louise, I don't remember how they kill her. Right. Like I, I did oh. not remember how I was like, how in the heck are they going to kill her? Right. Are they getting out of this? <laughs> <laughs> so she, she starts the whirlpool and then the sunken ships come up because of the whirlpool. Mm-hmm. He jumps onto a sunken ship in the middle of a whirlpool in the middle, in the middle of, of the ocean, mm-hmm. in the middle of a storm. He fixes it up to sail it directly into her chest. Yep. Like way better than slaying a dragon. I'm just saying that takes a lot more skill. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you. It was pretty legit. Yeah, it was also uh, it was that world that whirlpool scene when all the ships come out of the water. Mm-hmm. I was like, is this Pirates of the Caribbean? It totally <laughs> looks like Pirates <laughs> because of the they Caribbean. They had that scene where there's yes. like the whirlpool. I was like, oh, that's where they got it from. Yeah. No, it totally looked uh, like that. It was really cool. And she's Calypso. Boom. Could be. Whoa. Yeah. The point is, Prince Calypso. Eric is legit. I can't. I and I. Even with watching it with a critical eye this time, I was like, okay, I'm going to see if he does that princey thing where we're all like, oh, the prince. You know what I mean? But no. The cool thing about him is he could have been any character. He could have been like an orphan kid on the street. He could have, yeah, he could have been like a librarian. He could have been the baker's child. I mean, he could just be anyone. He He, didn't have to be a prince. If I'm living in a kingdom, I want to live in Prince Eric's kingdom because he's going to be legit. He's Agreed. Going to be yeah. a legit king. Good king. And I really like how he was like, "This is my girl. We getting married at dusk." And Grimsby's like, "No, no, we don't have time for that." He's like, "Yes, we do." At dusk. I uh, love my girl. Well, he was under a spell, but you know. Well, okay. Well, yeah. Still that one. But he's yeah. Okay. I love Prince Eric. No, okay. I agree. I so. So we agree. He's Batman, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Good. Yes. <laughs> also, did you hear me say that he's eighteen, Luis? Novel. I'm not buying it, but I could understand. And I'm not buying it based off. Oh, uh, you know what? Let me backtrack. In the book, uh, the novelization, the, he's 18 and Ariel is 16. Okay, so in this movie, we're assuming he's 1800s. 
yeah. you know, maybe 1700s yeah, and, like you know, that. max age that somebody lived to was like 31 around 1800. So <laughs> Grimsby was not 31. Exactly. Grimsby was no, older. No, I'm just saying like the average, like royalty, the average lifespan. Grimsby's so his servant, I, I, I guess she could. He could be 18, but in, I don't know. Whatever. I'm good. He's Batman. That's all that matters. Yeah, he's Batman. Okay, can we talk about, oh, oh, my favorite. I love Flounder. Yeah, we could talk about Flounder. I mean, Flounder. I don't have much to say about him. <laughs> Go <What>? ahead. <laughs> don't be such a guppy. Oh. No, really. He's a can guppy. you talk about Flounder? Yes, Go I can. <laughs> Flounder's cute. I have a bunch of stuffed animals of Flounder. Lots of Flounders. Um, <laughs> Andre really, can attest. He's really cute. Um, he's so cute. <laughs> Is that <laughs> it? He's really cute. So no, I, I like Flounder. He, I mean, he really isn't in the movie as much as you think he is. No, he's not. Like he's just really at the beginning with the shark scene and yeah. oh, stuff like scene. that. Shark scene, scary. Shark scene was scary. Dude, but that was Bruce from Finding Nemo when he was coming through <laughs> the ship. I was like, yeah. oh, but I literally I, wrote down that this movie takes place in the same universe as, as Finding Nemo, but they're just on opposite sides of the earth or something like that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah could I'm be. about it. Mm-hmm. It was the so, same scene. Um, it literally looked like the exact same scene. Yeah, yeah it did. I love flounder, and I have a lot of stuffed animals <laughs> of flounder. I, I have a point here, but uh-huh. oh, okay. When Good. I was a kid Can't slash wait. teenager slash I'm still an adult and still looking for them, I've always <laughs> really, really wanted stuffed animals of flotsam and jetsam, and they don't oh, have why? any because they're funny. No, they're not funny. They flotsam don't say and anything are funny. Very creepy. I like Flotsam and Jetsam. Like sometimes, like the henchmen are funny. Right. Nothing that Flotsam and Jetsam say. Yeah, they is don't funny. do anything funny, but they're uh, Ursula. I think it's the things Ursula says to them. Very like creepy. makes them. So funny. she's funny. She's like my she's babies. <laughs> like like when they get toasted. <laughs> if I at find the end, Flotsam and Jetsam, oh, you're gonna like wake up in the middle of the night and like they're gonna be wrapped around your neck and you'll be like, Aah! that one eye is glowing. Listeners, if you know of a Flotsam and Jetsam stuffed animal, I need it. You guys are crazy. Whatever. I hear. I see some. There's very judging eyes, like daggers, daggers, staring daggers. It's fine. Maybe I'll take a Sebastian stuffed animal. Okay, I could do that. I bought a Sebastian before. I don't know where he's at, but I had one. I'll take a Sebastian. Florencio. Sebastian. Oh, here's a question. Okay, here. Okay, so we're watching the movie, Mm -hmm. and we weren't really thinking about what they say in the movie just yet. And Luis and I were like, where is this supposed to take place? Obviously it's on the coast. Right. Yes. And then I thought, you know what? I think it's supposed to be in France. Cause I remember the like, chef is French. The yeah. chef was French. The, the villa mm-hmm. looked yeah. like it was French. Okay. So I was thinking, and then Luis was like, well then why is Sebastian Jamaican? And I was like, good question. And then why does the only reference to a C be, the Caspian, the Caspian sea. sea, which is, I mean, ish near, where it. Well, just so you know, I looked it up. The Caspian Sea is the largest enclosed inland body of water on the earth. Cool. That's next to what is that, Luis? It's next to Azerbaijan and over in like the Middle East area, Turkey. OK, and so that is completely on the opposite side of Jamaica. what I need you to know. <laughs> well, OK, I look at that. OK, and, and Sebastian ahead. is not Jamaican. Oh, what he is, is he? Trinidadian. He's from Trinidad. So and I'm not a, sure where that is. So, okay, so, so that's in the Caribbean. Let me tell you. So he is about maybe 40 miles closer. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Listen, not much. Okay. I, I'm going to, I'm going to explain this here. Oh, he is a court 
Composer. Composer. Mm-hmm. You know what? If he heard King Triton, the king of all of the sea, needed a court composer, he probably just applied for the job, went on up there, and was the court composer. That's what happened. He okay, flew so in he, from Trinidad. He flew in. <laughs> he swam. Well, he Nemo honestly, swam across the whole ocean. Yeah, but one's a fish and one's a crab. Uh, he scuttled. He scuttled. <laughs> <laughs> no, he took Seriously. his shell with his little goldfish on him. He probably would have frozen trying to c- cross the Caribbean, but not the Caribbean, yeah. the Atlantic. Atlantic. Yeah. That was know. my only question was yes. that he was I'm still going to call him Jamaican because what am I going to say Trinidadian 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 and but to explain your Caspian Sea thing she doesn't say she sings bring winds from the Caspian Sea like to cast her spell mm-hmm. so maybe the Caspian Sea is just really windy and she's like summoning the winds from far far away she's like bring winds from the Caspian Sea like come on winds get over here in my spell yeah mm. I don't think that they're in they're not the in the Caspian Sea okay. I think they're, they're a pretty the good geographer but I'm not quite sure how an inland body of water can cause wind you know what ask Alan Menken that's true that's true Speaking, Alan? if I could talk to him and ask him I would speaking of Alan I'm gonna get to my point of this whole podcast mm-hmm predicament okay you ready i'm ready i literally wrote down one of my favorites for music yes yeah movie wise because you know it's true because oh yeah i wrote it down (laughs) (laughs) here's the deal everything about this movie musical wise is golden it's Mm -hmm. real there's nothing that i can say bad one iota about the music the background music the score beautiful the the choral essence of this movie Mm -hmm. um like the what did you call them atlanticans that they're from atlantica atlantica i'm gonna call them atlanticans they're they're kind of choral singing in the background Mm -hmm. when the movie begins at the end um, the yes. reprise of yes. Part of Your World. Oh, yeah, when good. she's like looking at Eric's face. I'm going to cry now. Yeah, well, don't <laughs> cry. Legitimately, <laughs> I don't very often get chills when I listen to music and watch w- watch movies like like these types of movies, but legitimately mm-hmm. felt some chills and it wasn't because it's freezing outside. Right. Like it was very. Like when she's on the rock and she's like. Yeah. That was one time where I didn't feel it. <laughs> you didn't feel it then? No. Especially not that not time. This movie. But won. yes, I completely agree with you. Actually, the intro, like background yes. music, is one of my favorites. Like yes. when just the intro credits are rolling, and it like kind of goes through all of the songs that are like gonna yes. happen mm-hmm. and stuff. That's beautiful. And I also really like the ship song. Like we we couldn't get the movie to start at first, so we had to find a oh, bunch of different below. Yeah, we mm-hmm. had to find a bunch of different versions, and I was super excited because every time we did it, I was like, I'll tell you what, tell <laughs> The bottomless blue in its hay to the starboard heave ho, and I and I sang it every time. Every Look time. out, let a mermaid be waiting for you in mysterious fathoms below. I can't sing low. Can you do it for me? Low. Yeah, Thank there you, you go. <laughs> <laughs> so every time we started the movie, I was like, "Oh, I got to sing the ship song again." <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. So yeah, the music in this movie is is great. It it won um two it's Oscars. Beautiful. Oh wow! It won uh for best original score. And it won for best uh, original song for Under the Sea, and it was also nominated oh. for um, Kiss the Girl. Oh, I, I interesting. I don't doubt it. It was fantastic, and I'm I'm sure you guys know this, but it's so interesting to me um, when when I think. Well, I feel, I feel like when a lot of people think of The Little Mermaid, the first thing they think of is part of your world. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. especially with her face, the song is very face centric. Yeah, like at least animation wise, like her face, like. 
full on is most of the scene, you yes. know? Um, and I but think it's I've, funny because I, they almost cut that scene out. They almost really? cut part yes. of the world from the whole movie. I would cry. So I heard, or I read, excuse me, that originally, you know, they do screenings and stuff and they try to Test see, screenings? yeah, they want to see if people are interested in certain parts of the movies and they want to go back and rewrite before it goes to the big screen, whatever. And, they mm. didn't have part of your world in in some of the screenings and they had part of your world in in some of the other screenings and they thought kids were going to get bored and not like it and they almost wow. cut it out i would cry right i feel like it's so iconic to the yeah. movie my favorite thing is when i'm driving to disneyland and it comes on the disney pandora and i'm like oh get ready and then i just <laughs> belt it it's, it's nice yeah. it's yes life. but it's also good inside the movie <laughs> I mean, it is. It is too. Yes, it's very I mean good in the movie. that too. But um, yes, I love that song. In that scene, uh, Ariel's hair is <sighs> moving around and it's very beautifully animated. And apparently, that animation is based off of Sally Ride, the astronaut, from videos of her being in space and her hair just wait, being Ooh. weightless and stuff like that. That's really cool. That's Which is very cool. cool because I don't know how. Like, what other reference they would use? Just someone like dunking their head I and guess. just like looking yeah. and know? like just whooshing around. Whooshing. No, that's Ooh, actually shit. really cool. But I just think of that. And the the first thing I thought of when I was reading that and reminiscing on that, you know, that they could have taken part of your world out was how we kind of made fun of the Pocahontas, how they took the song out of Pocahontas at the end of the movie right, yeah. and how I was like, thank the good Lord yeah. that they took that song out. Um, but we I wonder, would we have been saying the same thing? You know, I doubt it. Doubt it. I doubt it. But, but it's very possible. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's no morning report, that's for sure. <laughs> no morning, morning report. report. <laughs> that morning report. Okay, that's funny. Um, I'm laughing because I'm I'm reading Andre's notes on the movie, oh. and it says this movie reeks of Kingdom Hearts. I've played those levels four <laughs> times more than I've seen this movie. I okay, yeah. So I I love King, I love Kingdom Hearts. If, if, for those of you who don't know, Kingdom Hearts is a video game uh, that incorporates a ton of Disney movies and worlds and you get to play through them and in both kingdom hearts games the b- both main console games you can play through the little mermaid levels but one of them is it's like all music and rhythm levels so you're like following sebastian as he like conducts you and you have to like press the buttons along with the songs x a b y x a b y a lot of that b x interesting but with like little mermaid songs under that one. Did you get to like <laughs> under the B X Y? That's cool. Yeah. And I, I remember when Ursula got really, really big and I was like, Whoa, <laughs> she's scary. Like when at the end when she grows, mm-hmm. you know? And he was like, Yeah, she was a hard boss to beat on <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Crazy hard. gotta, so he's like, I don't even her face with a keyblade. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm. It's crazy. Oh, uh, oh, hold on, hold on, okay. hold on, hold on. What are you gonna say? Okay, so I was just gonna say. Hold on. So no. in King in Kingdom hold Hearts, on. no. The what? conceit is that like your character and then Donald and Goofy are with you, mm-hmm. and you visit all these other worlds, and the people from the other worlds is like, "Are you from here?" And you're like, uh, "Not really," but you know, you kind of fit in. And in <laughs> and in the Little Mermaid story of my life, <laughs> and in the Little Mermaid in the beginning. Uh, as King Triton is bringing all the people in for the the concert or whatever, you can see Donald, Goofy, and Mickey like in the crowd. Mm-hmm. They're they're in that scene, and I like to think that they're um, Kingdom Hearts characters about to to to, to interlope. 
<laughs> into Lope, which is so That's funny because I think all of us tried to pause the movie to see them, yeah. but I I just couldn't. Yeah, I've, I've seen really pictures of it, I've but I've not pictures. actually seen it myself. So check it out. So here's my thing about Ursula. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do we know backstory on Ursula? Because from the movie, oh, okay, it looks like people know things. Bit, yes. Because what I know, based on what she says from the movie, she says she's banished, exile, used to live in the palace. My question is, what happened to her? Is she King Triton's sister? So I read that on one thing. Because that's what I'm thinking. I read that she is King Triton's sister, which is interesting because she's actually a different type of mythological creature. Like she's not a mermaid. She's a Cecilia or something yeah. like that, which is, you know, half human, half uh, octopus or whatever like that. So she may, <laughs> which she, has a mythological name. Yeah. She may <laughs> or may not be his sister, but she was on his Royal court. Okay. And she was banished from the Royal court, but I don't know why Michelle, do you know why? Because she was trying to be King. Oh, she well, was trying to pull a Jafar and, uh, she didn't make it. That's why she's all. That's why she tries to take Ariel because she doesn't really want Ariel. She wants King Triton because right. she wants she wants all the power. Right. In other words, she was she was trying to take the power. Yeah. Right. Which I I got that part, but I just kind of wanted to know like where she was in the court. I guess it's not that important, but she, she was, I was the sea witch. I guess the sea witch of the court. I w- she was like the tarot card reader. Like, <laughs> well, it's funny because so we were talking about the way she's drawn the way like her size and everything yes. and when she's next to king triton i want to call him king trident <laughs> next king to king, <laughs> king trident trident they're the same size oh. like i was looking at their bodies and legitimately her entire <laughs> upper torso that's outside of the octopus frame. literally is exactly the same as his that's interesting his is muscly hers is a little pudgy and a little voluptuous in yes. some areas Curvaceous. Curvaceous. But they're the same size. So I thought that was really interesting. And that's that's what made me think maybe they were brother and sister because yeah. they had same similar body types. Mm, I like and that. Body language. Body language. Um, Ursula was based on the drag performer and John Waters regular, Divine. So look up pictures of Divine and just think of Ursula. Divine. No, we actually looked at pictures before this and Divine is Ursula. Straight up. Ursula is Divine. Ursula so, is Divine. Which kind of is Divine. Yes. In a past version of the movie, like when it was going through production, Ursula is King Triton's sister. Oh, good. Which cool. was uh, eventually dropped. Um, when King Triton's father died, Neptune. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neptune. Yeah, Neptune. Neptune. God of the sea. Yes. Oh, I don't know why I wanted to say like Neptulus. Like make, make it sound more aquatic or something <laughs> well, maybe, like that. Maybe you're thinking of like Poseidon. Oh, I'm thinking of Poseidon. Oh, Poseidon I is his Poseidon, Poseidon his is his father. Neptune is, is his grandfather. Yes. Sorry. Oh. There we go. That, yes. that was like, why am I saying yeah. the wrong thing? Um, when Ursula and Triton's father died, the pair were given equal share of the sea plus two magical items. Triton received the trident while Ursula received the magic Nautilus shell. Oh, the, yeah. The shell uh, she uses to. Yeah. The, sh- the shell that is on her necklace. That holds huh. Ariel's uh-huh. voice. And then he somehow took over. So, I mean, you can still kind of think of it like that. It was just like Ursula wanted all of the power. She right. didn't want just some of it. And so he banished her from the kingdom. 
I'm you about because she was trying to get everything. Well, you know, this was funny, and I'm not really sure if this is like considered fanfic or if you want to get like mythological. I'm not a huge mythology person, but mm-hmm. they were saying um, on the internet, you know, the most um, <laughs> on the internet, the uh, most reliable source in the world was saying that if you think about it, Hercules and Ariel are cousins. Yes, they are related. They're because cousins because they're descendant from gods. They both yeah. descended from Zeus, if you think about it, because Poseidon and Zeus, excuse me, Zeus, hold on. I think Zeus and Poseidon are brothers. Brothers. Yes. Zeus and Poseidon are brothers, yes. So and then they, their fathers are brothers, yes. which makes them cousins. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. And it was fun. The reason that this whole thing was funny was because the meme that I saw had Ariel washed up on shore, right? Mm-hmm. Fr- the scene from her washed up and then it was the scene also where hercules is washed up after he was fighting the The, uh, centaur the centaur (laughs) so it was like two washed up mythological creatures with red hair with red hair ginger cousins and i was like "Mm, there you go very nice look at that so your favorite and my favorite together yes are washed up (laughs) (laughs) well that's fine at least yours has a reason to be washed up she lives in the ocean yeah Yeah. it's true hercules not so much it's true (laughs) Um, I okay. have some animation fun facts. Oh, Please. you're going to go to animation fun facts. Yeah. Nice. Um, so this was the uh, the last Disney animated movie to use hand-drawn cells. So everything mm-hmm. after this was kind of done digitally, or at least more digitally than, than this one. Which but, I appreciate because it was beautiful. Yes, but this one used a thousand different colors on 1,100 different backgrounds, and over one million drawings were done in total for this entire movie. Which is crazy. Like I, I read my mind is blown. I read that they like in the scene where like there's just a bunch of bubbles. All of those bubbles are hand drawn. So they like they like outsourced the drawings to like China. <laughs> and and while they were doing that, there were like Tiananmen Square was happening, and like four blocks away was where all of these drawings were being held. Oh my! So it's very gosh. possible that all these bubbles were about to get burned down oh my gosh that's insane well it's funny too because i think that i I read something about the bubbles being like over a billion bubbles or something ridiculous in this movie um but even just i mean to kind of put some of that into perspective i was also reading that the ocean the ocean fight scene at the end Mm -hmm. where um eric's going all up in the ursula biz Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) it took two years to animate that those two minutes oh, took wow. two years. Nuts. I don't no. think I could have that kind of dedication on one thing. <laughs> I couldn't either. Anything. I was going to say animators have tons of dedication. Like these old animators where like it was like hand drawn work, man. That's crazy. Yeah. Can you imagine if someone like downplayed your scene like, oh, I didn't really like the color choice. I would have been like, oh, you don't like the color choice. <laughs> <laughs> what if somebody was like, the fluke is a duke of soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know how they put the mustache on the fish? Mm-hmm. What if they were like, I don't like the mustache? And they were like, no! <laughs> that mustache took me yeah. seven years! <laughs> took me seven, <laughs> seven years, years to put the mustache on that fish! It's been 84 years. It's a big mustache. Seven day years. Right <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. Um, okay, so I really want to get on the topic of Andre's favorite scene in the movie because he was so, so happy during the chef scene. I love the chef scene. Number one, he, explain. He knew all the words to it, too. <laughs> like, you know the song that he sings? Les poissons, les poissons. He, 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 ho, ho, ho. <laughs> he did the whole thing. 
and I was I dying. Love Le Poisson because um, <laughs> I like seafood. So <laughs> in that scene, it's just like it's like showing all of these like horrible scenes that Sebastian is seeing. Like there's a there's a an axe in a fish's head, and then there's like there's like crabs that are stuffed all over the and place. And Andre's like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh man, this looks delicious. Me uh, and King, me and Chef Louis would have got along really oh well. Oh my gosh, because I would have very much enjoyed his. I food. was just dying when he we were watching. He did the and I was like, what did you just do? Also, the the music the music that's happening in that scene in the Le Poisson song. Not that not that part, oh. but, but earlier. <laughs> but earlier when I was like, uh, oh, I, I wish I could like vocalize it right now. But it, it sounds very much like Be Our Guest from oh. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, the, the background music. The, oh, how interesting. Yeah. I, I, I can't I can't sing it right now because it's not coming to my to my brain. But Well, it was really funny that you say you like that scene so much because Luis was literally yelling at Sebastian during the, that <laughs> scene. He goes, why are you staying in the kitchen? Get out! It's like the number one place you don't oh, want to yeah. be! Like, yeah. why was he yeah. hanging out? He did just I think like he was, faint as soon as he... I think he was just so scared like he, just had to t- he had to take it all in. Like, oh yeah. my god. But it's okay because Sebastian gets his revenge at the end. He gets to <laughs> take out Louis with a pole. I mean, he was meandering out of that dang room. So he wasn't in complete shock because he was obviously moving out of there. Run! Run <laughs> <laughs> away! Fly, you fools! Don't get stuffed. He was shocked, okay? He didn't go to self-defense class before. He didn't know what to do if a knife came out. <laughs> well, you know what's really funny? And now I can't remember exactly what scene it was. But during that whole castle scene, you're going back and forth between the washroom where the ladies are washing Ariel's... Um, Black. ship sail yeah. thing <laughs> yeah. and you're going in the kitchen and you're going into the dining room there's this scene where you see a long um, it actually might have been the dining room but you see like a long room with windows down the side and it's very reminiscent of Ariel's Grotto in Disneyland Yeah, and oh. it I was like, oh my gosh, it looks just like the, it is. Yeah. Like the restaurant and so that was really cool that they were able to actually model the restaurant off a scene uh, like a scene in the movie right. mm-hmm. because and usually you know they can only do what they have with space and yeah, that yeah. looked just they like do it. they do really good with the restaurant which i'm sad is closed now even though the food wasn't good but i liked i just liked it <laughs> yeah um and even the ride like if you think about kiss the girl how the two cranes like open up the oh, tree yeah. everything like that or how sebastian's using the thing as a microphone the, the water frog thing the water plant yeah, things like the, that the that they like dog. really pay attention to detail in the ride too the water corn dog. the water corn dog the water corn dog yeah, those things are. The water corn it's dog. not a water corn dog that's I love corn dogs. <laughs> i hate hot dogs oh but i love corn, corn dog put some bread on the that water too. corn dog <laughs> the only other thing i have to say and this it's so funny that i even thought this if you think about the little mermaid jody benson's voice is really in the first half of the movie and like the last 15 to 20 minutes of the movie, there's a good block where Jodie Benson's not even in it and Ariel is just voiceless. She's just like and then talking. I almost said out loud, wow, this is where Ariel's acting skills really come through. But she's not a human actor. <laughs> <laughs> this is where the animation is shining. Look at all that face acting she's and doing. I literally thought like, wow, this is when you can really see that Ariel has really good acting <laughs> skills. I wish you could see my face. <laughs> 
uh, and I still think that because during those parts, like her facial expressions are so good and stuff. But it's it's not Ariel, guys. It's the animators. Yeah, <laughs> Jody Benson's acting is really great. Jody Benson, you did really really good at the part <laughs> where you were like silent. Okay. Well, you know how everyone gets all mad about Tiana being like human for only a little bit. Well, yeah. we could just get really mad that you know Jody, Jody Benson's Benson. voice isn't in there for <laughs> half the movie. <laughs> She's still there, though. She comes back in Ursula's I'm whatever. I'm Briar Rose is asleep for most of her movies, so yeah, let it be. Yeah, true. true. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. That is too funny. Okay, so Luis is itching. Oh, yeah. Because he was in Saltwater when we watched this movie. Just okay. kidding. Do you think she smells fishy? Hmm. Not my baby. The <laughs> You guys are looking at the baby. I'm talking about <laughs> Ariel. Does she smell she, fishy? She smells salty. Yeah. She, she probably almost definitely. She smells like a pier. Like, no, you're not salty, Lou. She smells like San Francisco. I wouldn't like her. <laughs> I I don't know how I was salty or something in the intro you just gave me. I'm very confused. No, I said that you were in salt water because we were... What's that mean? Ocean. Little Mermaid. Under the sea. What's your battle? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so <laughs> that was great. This one was a bit challenging for me. Okay. And rather than bring something humorous, I kind of want to bring something that is really going to make you guys think and oh. potentially will depress you. Oh, we're getting real. <laughs> so he F- wants you to y- have a psychological delay, Mez. Okay. So, <laughs> who was less compassionate to their daughter's dreams? Oh. Was it Chief Tui from Moana or King Trident? From the Little Mermaid. Triton. Triton. Wait, wait, wait. What was the Triton? What, what was? What are they? What? Okay, one more time. Who was less compassionate towards less towards compassionate. their daughter's dreams? Was it Chief Tui from Moana or Keen Trident from Triton. Little Mermaid? Trident. Don't get out Triton. of the water. Don't get Trident. in the water. Don't get out of the water. Don't, Don't get, get in, in the water. water. Oh. Hmm. Less oh man. Well, I mean, Chief Tui sang like a whole song about it. Don't wanna. Don't go in that make water. Way, make way. It's scary in there. My friend died in there, but my wife died in there too. Less okay. compassion up there. Okay, I have a weird. Oh, this is a weird. What? Oh no! Uh, I like King Triton. No, I'm thinking. I'm thinking, and I think that. I think this allows you to talk a little bit more about King Triton, though. Wise. Yeah. Less compassionate. I think that King Triton it was just being like an overprotective father, and so was Chief Tui. He's he's being an overprotective father too, and they both had an experience. Like one's friend died, one's wife died. Wow, mm-hmm. they're very similar. Okay, <laughs> um, which I think we talked less about. Less compassionate. In Moana, I think that that's hard for me because they're both compassionate. Like they both feel for their daughters, but they also like want to do what's going to keep them safe. Well, let's talk about what their, their, their actions like Triton. Um, he tells Ariel over and over again, not to go up there and she keeps doing it. So he destroys most of her possessions that she's taking, <laughs> taking a long time to collect. Yeah. But he also did that because Sebastian was like, if this was my daughter, I would, uh, I would, 
have an iron fist. Oh, so you think he had a, he, he doesn't he was negatively influenced. He, he by kind Sebastian. of listens to Sebastian. So he a lot. was like an Sebastian, instigator. Yeah, Sebastian was kind of an instigator because Sebastian tells him that, and then he's like, "Okay, Sebastian, you go watch my daughter." And then when he comes back, yeah, and, and he walked himself right on into that. That's yeah. sucks. Wait, doesn't he tell him I would be an iron fist after he does all that though? No, no, before he says really? all of that, and then King Triton's like. Well, okay sucks to suck go do it <laughs> yeah i think he's like oh you got a hard shell get out there right. let's do this i think go i'm gonna it. go less compassionate this is really hard because triton even when he destroys the stuff i mean they like make a scene to his face where he like looks back and like he looks miserable where he's like oh no like what did i do like my daughter but she's mom's dead he threatens to go destroy all the boats yeah he does but he doesn't get a chance to he probably would have, honestly, he if he would have gotten there. If his grandma or his mom had <laughs> oh, been no, like... his mom died very dying. Um, right. yeah. <laughs> succinctly. Yeah. So we didn't really get to see that more like anger from him, per se, because he was dealing with something else. And then, really, Ariel just left and Moana just left. Like, they, yeah. the fathers didn't really have a chance to stop them. But I don't... I'm going to say Chief Tui, whatever, is less compassionate because King Triton was like nobody in this kingdom is sleeping until they find my daughter my daughter my daughter and they didn't go looking after Moana that's true I don't think they sent out any boats to uh, to go find her to go find her but then again the mom also probably told the dad like I sent her away because well, the yeah, mom helped help pack, pack. That's true. this is hard because I literally think that it's equal yeah I, and I don't really I I appreciate the conversation, but I don't think that either of them are not compassionate right. towards their dreams because I think that had there not been a catastrophe, like a catastrophe in both of their lives, they wouldn't have barred their dreams. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he would have let Moana go sailing had the ocean not killed his friend. Similarly, if they had already been doing concerts up on the surface, they would have just kept doing to, it. To go mm-hmm. up there and hang out she would have been fine Eric. to go up there and hang out with humans. Yeah. It would have been fine. And both of them learned their lesson by the ends of the movie, you know. No help from dad. Triton, he's like, well. Oh, you mean dad learned their lesson? Yeah, yeah, dad learned the lesson. Triton's like, okay, you can be a human. I'll turn you into a human, in fact. And Bye. you can stay up here. Which that took a lot, I'm And sure. Moana's dad was like, you know what? Here's this whole fleet of ships. Go out there and do your thing. Go yeah, dad. it's a tie for me. They're both compassionate Luis not they, not compassionate they were all pretty good dads they were both they were good dads Disney dads but is, they weren't dads is like Triton that. a daddy no Andre's face is like are you going to call him a daddy right now he's a grandpa. I have never seen that snarl on your face sir he's, he's a papa he looks like he's a papa he has very big eyebrows he looks like if Santa Claus <laughs> became a bodybuilder and then also had a tail oh dear <laughs> I have a problem with mermaid reproduction. What? Are we going to discuss this? I'm just saying, think about it. I'm confused. I have well, how do fish reproduce? Do they lay eggs? Is <gasps> Ariel oh. No, they don't, they don't lay eggs. They well, don't lay eggs? No. They're a amphibian. <laughs> where where is that, that baby coming out of their mouths? I need to watch that documentary on Mermaid Planet about mermaids again. There was a documentary on mermaids? <laughs> yeah. That's not real. I it was about how the real. government is hiding mermaids from us. Oh, Jesus. I'm it's sure true. you would find that one. <laughs> he keeps telling me. <laughs> he keeps telling me. Area 51. It's, it's real, yeah. but it's, it's real. Yeah. 
So, but seriously, like, I'm not trying to get gross, but, like, I don't understand how mermaids reproduce. Because mermen also have tails. Right. Yeah. And mermaids have tails. And they're, like, half human, half fish. Do they lay fish eggs? I feel like they came out of eggs. In mermaids, reproduction is much like that of dolphins. The reproductive organs of both the male and female are akin to the dolphin and whale. And mermaid babies are born live. Live babies. The opening well, can so. stretch as much as a, you know what? And mermaid babies are born live. Oh. No eggs. Okay. So it's like a dolphin. Just like dolphins. There's, there's just a, there's just a dolphins slit. Did, okay. 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 Ta-da. Interesting. That's interesting because dolphins are mammals. And I guess half of mermaids are mammals. Yeah. I always used to think as a kid, like mermaids, that bottom half, like <laughs> like put on their tail because like I I have legs, right? So I would like put on their <laughs> tail. <laughs> what? <You got> legs? <laughs> but but I always thought they could like change. Michelle the... has legs. legs right? I'm so happy Fine. you have legs, Michelle. <laughs> but I but I always pictured it like they could change like the color of their tail, like like yeah, like it was clothing, a skirt. like oh, they okay. could just put on a different color tail. But no, if you're born with a green tail, you got a green got a tail. Green tail, yeah. That's it. Well, she should have put yeah, green. Shells, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she could change her she's shells. She's got to stand out. Just like when she turns into a human, she's still wearing her shells. She just has legs. I thought you were going to say, like, her shells under her dress. Like, she's, <laughs> it's now a bra. <laughs> now. She keeps you know it on the whole time. And that's how bras came to be. Whatever. Well, I mean, good for her. <laughs> right. Let me uh. close out of this how to fish reproduce. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> How to fish reproduce? That. So um, <laughs> we solved that mystery. <laughs> My favorite thing is that you looked up how do mermaids reproduce, and there was an article on it, yeah. and it gave us some really good, some real knowledge, in-depth mystical knowledge. You find anything on Google? Backed. Shout out to Google. <laughs> Google. Mermaid Thanks, Googs. Reproduction. Thanks, Googs. Thank uh, you. Very hope much. you all learned something today. <laughs> oh, oh, also, oh, so cool. Fun fact. In the in the second movie. I've never Oh, so cool. In 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 Little Mermaid 2. There's Ariel, a prequel and a 2. There's a prequel. You've never and seen The Little sequel. Mermaid 2. Michelle. Keep going. The no, Little Mermaid 2. Ariel and Prince Eric have a daughter and her name is Melody. Is that why you want your baby's name yeah, to be Melody? Yeah, that's why I want my baby to be named Melody. So oh, then I can go. sing the song, You're my beautiful Melody. So, um, in the second... Is that from the movie? Yes. It must be. In the second <laughs> Have movie... Have you seen it, Andre? I've seen it, but definitely nowhere near as many times as Michelle. I've seen Michelle. it a lot. In the second movie, it's about how her daughter wants to be a mermaid and not a human. <laughs> that's really cool. Sucks to suck. <laughs> so, does she go to, like, a land witch to, like... <laughs> Get her fins. You have to watch it. It's Ursula's sister. It's it's Ursula's sister. Yeah, she's skinny Ursula. Ursula Ursula is she a land witch? No, she's 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 a sea witch. She's still a sea witch. She goes to the sea a lot. Like she goes and talks to Scuttle on the rocks and stuff. Scuttle on the rocks. I think we should make that a drink. Scuttle on the the rocks. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, let's go into our ratings. Ratings. Um, Done. Yeah, it's time for ratings. Um, so, tell us what it got. Yes, um, this movie has a ninety-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Nice, which is pretty fresh. Uh, <laughs> Certified fresh. Pretty <laughs> good score. Um, Certified fresh. This movie made a lot of money. So this was the first movie to begin 
the Disney Renaissance. Yes. So before this, from like the 70s to the late 80s, Disney movies weren't doing that great in the theaters. They're all, the animated ones, at, mm-hmm. at the very least. They, they, weren't, they weren't hitting hard. But when uh, The Little Mermaid came out, that, that changed everything. It's because Jodie Benson. Pocahontas and the Lion King. Jodie Benson is the best. Mulan and all, all those. She was only in it for like two minutes. I don't hurt. <laughs> two minutes. She I acted really well, though, hurt. in her silent parts. <laughs> yes, she did. That's um, so yeah, this received a lot of cl- critical acclaim. This is the first uh, Disney movie to receive Oscars uh, since like The Rescuers or something like that. Was it with The Rescuers? I don't think it was The Rescuers. Um, since the 70s. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so my rating, uh, let me give it one. <laughs> Michelle is looking at me as if I say anything under 10, I'm going to get kicked out of our apartment. You don't uh, have to say 10. <laughs> you have to say 9.9. <laughs> I am going to give this movie a solid. He has to add solid just so that you know it's not tipping on four fours. It's I'll look solid. Away. I'll look away. You know what? I, honestly, honestly, she looked away. Honestly, I did not think about what the actual score I was going to give it was going to be beforehand. I'm, I'm thinking of it right now. And I think. Do you think about your scores beforehand? I just go with whatever comes in my head. I usually think about it a little bit beforehand. Or, I'm just or kidding. I know in the general vicinity. I'll look, away. I'll look away. I'm kind of just prolonging it to make Michelle squirm. I'm gonna she is squirming. <laughs> Clock is ticking. Let's go. <laughs> she gonna, is squirming right now. I'm giving it a solid nine. That's good. I like this movie a lot. It's it's a good watch. It's a um, it's fun. It's got great music that um, I sing and I I use in my act. <laughs> I, yeah. I, which is funny. We haven't brought up. If yeah, you guys didn't, didn't know, Andre is a fantastic stand-up comedian mm-hmm. and he's actually you know doing a lot of shows and he's getting out there and he's doing his thing people know him mm-hmm. we know someone famous on our somebody, podcast. somebody recognized me at a restaurant the other day oh yeah, my they god did. it was funny yeah. so he he has lots of funnies and one of his best funnies i think and maybe it's because i just really understand the reference i mean i get your references yes. but he he does a kiss the girl Joke, I, I, bit. I do. I do a. I do a joke about kiss the girl. I'm not going to repeat it here because it's not that. Family not as family friendly. But, but, but um, another but I fun. Do, I do sing the song. Yeah, he does sing and the song. And it's fantastic. And another fun fact. Um, when I before we were together, uh, Emily and Luis, and we went to one of his comedy shows, and this is when I was like, ooh. Who's that tall drink of water? You know, that kind of thing. She was tall, tall, dark, and handsome. Water. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he sang that song and did that joke, and I was like, that's it. <laughs> she did. This is the one. <laughs> he she did a little mermaid. down Cinched her it. hand on, on the, the table, table and yes. was like, that so, is mine. <laughs> so yeah. And he is. So good job to me. Yeah. You got job. it. The Little Mermaid got us together. You're well, welcome. That, that, that the sealed mermaid. the deal. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. All right. What's your rating, Emily? Don't look at me. Okay. I know it's your birthday. I'll give it a good score. No, d- no, give it the score you think. I would definitely say an eight point five, and I'm gonna. Well, no, I'm gonna give it like an eight point eight. Right. I was thinking like uh, eight point seven. 8? But yeah, I, I just because <laughs> because of Michelle. Yes. <laughs> no, no, I'm. Give I it your rating. It was really good. Much better. I agree with you, Michelle. When I went in with a critical eye, I was like, ooh, I hope I don't dislike it. Right. And I actually... I was kind of scared. It was came scared up too. being much better than I thought with the critical eye. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I watched it about a year ago, and I remember liking it more than I thought at that point, too. So mm-hmm. when I rewatched it again, I was like, mm, this was really good. But like I said, the music is what does it for oh, me. So beautiful. It's just every single note is well-placed, 
just the score is fantastic. Mr. Mankin did it again. Um, but Mankin. the one thing, and this is so ridiculous and it has nothing to do with the movie, but there's one scene yeah, she has like, she's laying on the rock underwater. She has the flower in her hair. She's mm-hmm. pulling the, um, like the flower, flower petals. petals out. Mm-hmm. He loves me, loves me not, whatever. And it's funny cause I saw that and it, it instantly took me back nostalgia wise. When I was oh, a kid, yeah. I had a puzzle of that, of that picture and i did that puzzle probably 90 million times (laughs) so it was funny because when i saw the picture on the screen i was like oh my god and it like brought back that childhood memory Mm. and so then it made me like it even more so it's so funny how nostalgia does that for you yeah oh and i mean it's definitely a nostalgia thing for me well that's the only reason that you know i mean it's my favorite lion king a 10 exactly yeah (laughs) yeah, you know but also it's a great movie and everyone should watch it and love it forever (laughs) squash bananas (laughs) (laughs) what's the matter with you hey Luis. i will give it an 8.5 8.5 i'll take it lou that was that (laughs) was that that was 8.5 and he's gone okay (laughs) in and out i am drive by scores I'm obviously giving this movie a 10 out of 10. Um, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with it. Point. I even watching it with a critical eye, trying to find something that I didn't like about it. And there wasn't anything. And, I, <laughs> and there was nothing. <laughs> there was I mean, nothing. not one thing. I will make the comment, though. You know how you said if they were going to take out part of your world? Mm-hmm. I think that that is the scene where I like really fall in love with Ariel. And I think if they had taken that scene out, that she w- her character wouldn't have had as much of like a punch to me like a she would have mis- been annoying at that point right mm-hmm. because that's where you you understand that's like where you, you can yes. sympathize with her oh yeah she was not annoying i mean that song is that. beautiful to me like i there's plenty of scenes in there that are just gorgeous like visually like where she's looking off in the distance and stuff like that but i think if you took that scene out it would ruin the movie for me no, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, uh, we didn't talk about this, but if Ariel can sign her name on a contract, can't she write a letter to Eric? Yeah. Maybe she just didn't find Ooh. a pen on land. I mean. No, I totally agree. I wasn't going to bring that kind of thing up because that, that just punches That's the, the only whole, loophole. Like, she couldn't have done some serious sign language. Like, she tried for two seconds and right. got over sign it. Sign language? Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. yeah. Body like, language. But if body anyone, language. If you're going to tell me that freaking sebastian can sing and everyone <laughs> can right. hear him why couldn't he just been like yo here's the dealio it's oh uh, because it would have been weird but like, you know what i mean eric in that scene and because the girl he's like did you hear something as if he doesn't hear all of the the magic la, 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 yeah. come on oh <laughs> like, but you can't, oh i love that song no i oh totally dig it yes. but that's why i didn't bring any of that up because i mean yeah she could have she could have very easily I just had gotten to, to know that because coming from me that is the only that's the only thing that I'm like meh about, but I just ignore it. It's fine. Yeah. It's not so yeah, I, I pretend that in some way in that magical contract, it said you cannot pick up a pen for the next three days. Right. Probably did, honestly, because Ursula was. There was a lot of contract. It was, it was a lot of contract. And she did not read it. Legally FYI, binding. Adults. When you go to sign your name on anything, read, read it in read its entirety. It read, read the, the contract. Thing. That's the lesson, the moral of the story. That's a very important. Read the contract. Read the contract. Alan Menken, if you're listening. <laughs> Alan, uh, we, we, should, we got a message for you. <laughs> the message is, The Little Mermaid changed my life. Thanks for those songs, homie. You're the realist. Please don't cry. She got red when she said that. It changed her life. <laughs> oh, I just love it. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. 
every time we go to Disneyland, we have to ride that ride. Yep. And you uh, know what she does? Times. She gets all up in my face and she's like, look at this dog. Isn't it neat? Yeah, like, I yes, do. it is neat, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm always like, look, look, that's from the movie. And that's from the movie. And that's from the movie, too. Michelle, the whole thing from the movie. And then we, we have to go in the Little Mermaid store and just look at the dingle hoppers, even though I don't buy one, but because they're for children. Maybe I should just buy her a dingle hopper. You could just buy her a dingle Like on one side, it's a fork. On the other side, it's a brush. She needs that oh. so that she yeah. can... So I can stop snack and brush at the same time. So you can <laughs> always, snacking. always snacking. So she can stop taking the utensils out of your drawer and using them for her hair. That's yeah. just insanitary. I know. What can I say? <laughs> well, <laughs> thanks for watching The Little Mermaid, everybody with me for my birthday. Woo. Yes, you guys uh, go on social media and uh, wish Michelle a happy birthday. Uh, we are at the Walt Vault Pod on Instagram. Uh, you follow us on Twitter at the Walt Vault Pod, or you can like us on Facebook at the Walt Vault Pod. We're everywhere. And if you would like us to stop drinking mimosas during the podcast, during the podcast, you just let us know. Yeah, fun <laughs> fact: um, it's my birthday, so we're drinking mimosas so we, we right drink. now. <laughs> it's fine. We're Hashtag always. Well, no, we're not doing that. Always, <laughs> always snacking and always sipping on water. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hashtag always sipping on water. Because I'm a mermaid and mermaids drink water. <laughs> I hope they don't. <laughs> Mic drop. Oh my god, you guys! If you want, to, <laughs> if you guys want to contact us, you can email us at contact at thewaltvaultpod.com or feel free to uh, message us, DM us on any of our social media platforms. He wanted to say slide on into our slide DMs. slide on into our DMs once again. Um, the Walt Vault is available to subscribe to on YouTube, Stitcher, Google Play, and, of course, iTunes. That's the place where the magic is happening. Go to iTunes. Leave us a review. Leave us a rating. Uh, that really helps us out and lets people know that you like us. Um, and while you're doing that, you can like us and follow us on Instagram. We're having our 250 follower giveaway. That's right. We're getting nice and close. Yes. So if you want to get in on that, uh, like our picture, comment, um, tag a friend, and for an extra entry, like a super extra entry, you can um, leave a rating, ex- well, rate or leave a comment and take a picture of it and send it over to us yes. and we will um, give you an extra we'll give you an extra entry and you Bodie. can win our giveaway. Some really good stuff, so actually. Yes. So do that. Tell your friends to uh, follow us on the Wall Vault so we can get that uh, giveaway gave away. <laughs> um, that's it for now, you guys. <laughs> Uh, but we will see you next week uh, with a new movie that is yet to be announced. Uh, the Vault. Oh, oh. Do you want to announce it? Is that closed? <laughs> Wait, what's, the, what's, what's the next movie? It is. I wrote it down. <laughs> the Good Dinosaur. The Good Dinosaur. Pixar's The Good Dinosaur from like 2012 or something like that. I don't it was know. like two years ago. 2015. <laughs> I don't remember. I did not look. Well, he have you know that Luis picked this movie and he originally picked McFarlane USA. So y'all <laughs> dodged that bullet. So <laughs> we made him pick the good dinosaur instead. Woo! We made, we made Luis do everything. Uh, <laughs> that's it for now, you guys. The vault is now closed. Bye. Bye.